just missed it it's we don't have any ads this week Lori. <laughs> well i said good we don't have any income this week good 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 and, good but everybody's i'm trying to figure out how to um so what i got i i sent you that weird text i got jackie cation here by the way full of rage and yet depressed how is it possible to be full <laughs> how did it happen you guys how did you think it? one would offset the other right <laughs> right Right, but not you, not our Jackie. <laughs> no, no, I got I, I, you know, I am a multitasker, and mm-hmm. uh, but the uh, the yeah. So what? By the way, uh, going to tell two stories at once. We got time. Is uh, I realized because this week was a week where I was in Texas twice, and I came home yeah. in between, and it was only two days in between, so I didn't get a chance to decompress do you have this no i uh where you need to de- where you need a day and a half because that's what i need yeah I need a day and a half. it's starting to be uh where the next day is ruined and whether <laughs> like if i wake up super early to get home like i was in um well i'll i was at uh at, at the rock right oh right. and uh i had an afternoon flight back Right. So I'm like, I could spend all day at Mill Valley, be kind of fun, just chill, write, whatever, and yeah. uh, uh, have an afternoon uh, thing. And then my son, whose entire seasonal water polo games have been Tuesday and Thursday, they have their homecoming game against the Crosstown Rivals on the Wednesday. So I had to change it to like six in the morning or whatever. And um, yeah. uh, man, uh, I was fucked up for, for like a day and a half. Getting five right. hours sleep and traveling even an hour, it's its a mess. Yeah, and I, I think I just realized it because I, the day and a half that I was home, yeah. um, I was grumpy. I was grumpy the whole time. And now I'm right. back. This is the first day back and I'm grumpy. And so uh, welcome. I'm so glad I'm recording a podcast <laughs> when I've got some sort of attitude problem. But um, it was a busy week. Like I, I went to I did Dallas, the Plano Comedy Festival, which yeah. was lovely, which was quite nice. Everybody was. And, yeah. and I think we recorded on the Sunday when I got home. And okay, yeah, um, that's right. That's what this week's is. And now we're doing it slightly early. I uh, I did. Uh, I got to Austin on Wednesday, did the Thursday night show and came back on Friday. And uh, uh, man, that well, Wednesday, at least you have time to enjoy Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all these I, cities we go to, we, we see them for like 15 seconds. And then it's like, well, I don't want to do too much because I have a big show tonight, you know, and then you want to get the fuck home. Right, right. My friend Anna Becker lives there and she she picked me up for dinner and I was like, do you want to are you going to come to the she teaches middle school. She teaches a middle school theater teacher. And she was telling me that uh, the kids are always like in Texas. She's like, who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote for? And she's like, I'm not allowed to tell you, but take a hot guess. I'm your theater teacher. And uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and so, but yeah, so I got to see her for a heartbeat and then I wanted to stay. It was a hell of a night. Todd Glass was their secret guest. Oh, and cool. then Eddie Pepitone, and I was supposed to do a set. Jesus. 
I, I asked for a work in if they had one. And the only one that JT had was a late one. And I lived in fear, Lori Kilmartin. I love Todd Glass with the power of the sun. Uh, but I thought he was going to go late. And then I was supposed to go up right before Eddie Pepitone. And so, and JT did tell me that, and Adomian, James Adomian told me that, um, that I would have gone up at midnight. So. Oh, um, and what time was your flight the next day? No, no, this was the, the day I got there. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So I was already, I was kind of whipped and I was like, it was, you know, yeah. it was yeah. already, I don't know. I don't know if I'm not drinking enough water. I think we're all not drinking. I think it's been established. Nobody's drinking enough water, but uh, sure. I think I should drink more water on travel days. Oh, good. Kyle's having a sip. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a good and, thing to do. Yeah. And so, um, so I didn't make it, but I heard that Adobian um, heckled. Eddie Pepper, he heckled Todd Glass because uh, Todd brought Eddie up on stage and then James heckled the two of them as Eddie's long lost brother uh, because he because James Adomian does voices and he does an Eddie. Okay, Pepper he show. does. Oh, my God. I love it. I love so, it. Wow. And I'm so sad that, that I great. missed it. Yeah. And so yeah. The, next, the next day I got up, uh, I made it for the it was weird because um, in Austin this week, this, this weekend is the formula one races and they yeah. have the same weekend as the Austin, Austin altercation comedy festival. Can I just point out that a ton of comics I follow on Twitter are into formula one for reasons I, I don't understand despite Netflix. me reading their threads. Yeah, because oh. it's because it's because there's a, a reality show based on Formula One and it is gotcha. blown it up. And what you're doing okay. and and I and I have been called out for because I did two episodes in a row of the Dork Forest on Formula One. And because <laughs> and these your, two, and your listeners were outraged. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh there was some outrage of the fact that I was like, are we watching billionaires rate race? million dollar cars and yeah. the sons of billionaires and for the most part we right. are but not right hashtag not all billionaire sons uh not all right some of them came from just upper middle class uh upbringings <laughs> so, so oh, margaret, margaret thatcher's useless son did something like that it was some kind of car racing thing and he got lost and had to be rescued oh my god just well, leave them in the dangerous. desert it's so right. dangerous so i can't it's odd to me that they would allow their their precious precious dangle gender boys to uh to race these things <laughs> dangle gender i don't even know what that means but i love it and so well what what do you think it means uh that's dangle the, that's gender how, that, that that's that's, okay. that's that's how they identify as the dangle genders and uh oh i see he hims you're saying a classic he him guy a classic, is a dangle gender maybe i don't know it feels rude I but oh, so the it's heck? the penis yeah. thing i thought yeah, it was i'm talking about a penis yes okay I anyway, love it. So the next morning Jackie, I go down, I had breakfast. Hold on, I'm envisioning a shirt, a Jackie Cation shirt with a penis dangling. Uh, third story you, coming in hot. Maria Bay. Do you want to make money or don't you want to make money? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, keep going. This is where I keep my vagina with an arrow pointing to the left. And uh, <laughs> and that's a joke from my first album, which nobody can ever hear again. I'm so sorry. Anyway. Oh, the, let's, uh, we'll talk about them soon. Okay. So 19 stories later, I have this to say. Okay. Maya called me. She said she saw one of the clips, which I think you should be CC'd on the, on the, on the capped clips, Kyle, because uh, then you could post them too. But the uh, but Maria, I'm talking to her on the phone. She goes, 
did I hear a clip where where Lori said, I will never be happy. And you said, I will always be happy. And uh, I was like, no, no, you did not hear that clip, but you got the gist of what's happening. And uh, and I thought that's our T-shirt. What do you think of that? Oh, sure. I mean, uh, Jackie, we're going to start a clothing line. There's an opening now that Kanye West has has gone full anti-Semite. There's an opening in Adidas, and I think we should jump in. Right. Adidas, of course, uh, founded by Nazis. But the uh, the weird oh, thing. Oh, that's right. It's weird. Uh, but the, um, okay, so I have breakfast with the Domian, and I set right. up a comedy brunch, little comedy lunch. Because Virginia, our, uh, the lovely and talented Virginia Jones, hello, Virginia Jones, uh, was at the altercation as well. And I was like, do you want to have Fun. lunch? And she said, yeah, should I invite people? I said, we should all invite people. So it was me and her and then two great comics, one who opened, who's from Green Bay, Wisconsin, called um, mm, Kristen Leidke. Uh, Lighty, okay, and uh, L- whatever she'll be comic of the week in the future, and then the other one who's going to be a comic of the week in the future, Sarah, um, uh, B, which starts with a B, and they were both hilarious. But we had lunch with them. <laughs> as little work as possible to prepare for this podcast. It's well, shocking. It's shocking. Well, it's uh, that's the, one of the great things. Uh, so we're not in pace. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, so I I saw the link, but I haven't clicked on it because I just I had to shower and prepare for uh, this monstrosity of a podcast and not reading about Brandy Posey's. OK, right. go ahead. It's Christian. Uh, Lytie, L-Y-T-I-E, and Sari Beliak, B-E-L-I-A-K, and I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I think Sari's been a comic of the week already. Oh, Sari has? I'm Uh, pretty uh, pretty sure. How about about Delicia Nicholas? Has she been a comic of the week yet? Can we have this conversation on the podcast? And we all had lunch. And then surprise lunch with Henry Phillips. Yeah, All right. Okay. So Henry Phillips and um, Mike McRae. And... uh, so, uh, cool. all, that sounds like a fun one. It was a fun one. And then, and then I did my seven o'clock show and then I stayed for a Domian's nine o'clock show and my seven o'clock show. I finally got to do, uh, my dead drop, uh, spy joke. Oh, okay. I opened with it so that I wouldn't forget. And they were the <laughs> nicest audience in the world. So they were incredibly polite. <laughs> nice. All right. There you go. All right. So those okay. are my three stories in a row. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, again, I got my uh, my sound exchange money. It is. I'm clearly being blackballed. I can't tell you how much I regret signing that spoken giants thing. Although I don't think that they're legally. I don't think they're wrong. I think there is some extra money that the radio stations or whatever are keeping that they could be giving yeah. to comics. Uh, and, and, and we may it, get it, it 10 years from now. Right. And, and, uh, I do, I do believe since it's owned by a former record, record executive, he should have been able to anticipate that these, that Sirius and XM and everybody's going to would push back and blackball us. I honestly think that they should have considered that, but they didn't. Uh, I did. It didn't occur to me. I don't, cause I'm stupid. So well, I don't know. Not, I mean, well, you're not in that part of the business. It's, <sighs> yeah. The thing is, is it's like, it's like when, when, uh, another label challenged Sirius XM and, yeah. uh, 
And then so none right. of my albums were played there. And then this goes on to, you know, and the thing is, is, is the, the <sighs> current the current uh, label guy made fun of the old label guy for for getting all big and trying to take on a big giant. And then he took on a big giant. And now I'm making a hundred bucks a month on five albums. A hundred and fifteen dollars is what I got. And we, you and I both had a gigantic debut a year ago. And it's again, I just can't tell you how thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars when I'm not making much income tens. Or is not tens, not coming to me. And I'm, I, because of this fuck up and it's not recuperable. If, if they decide to not blackball me, I'll just get what I would have been getting anyway, but that's just gone money. It's not like I can make it up. You know, no, it's gone gonna, every month. Yeah. They <sighs> stolen. It feels stolen. Well, and here's the, the right. And, and yeah. And so I, I was, I was mad and depressed about it. And, and I was, again, I sent an email on an, on a travel day. Ah, there's never, that's never a good idea. It's uh, just, just text me, text me and I'll talk you out of it. I'll, 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 I'll institute a mandatory, mandatory 24 day, 24 hour waiting period for you to send an email to any yeah. one of your record companies. I was, uh, I got a response that said that, uh, this guy called me, he said, your career is not over. You're a solid comic on every level. Guess what? I want to kill him and myself. It's a murder suicide pact with those two sentences. First of all, that doesn't, doesn't address the problem, which is that you aren't getting income. You are, right. duh, you're a great comic. Fucking duh. That doesn't have nothing to do with anything. Comic. I haven't been doing stand-up comic comedy for 36 years for the guy who supposedly believes in me to call me a solid comic. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. Oh, that, oh the word solid. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Right. And yes. My career isn't over. I didn't ask. And which yes, exactly. Me, which then made me think to myself, "Oh shit, this has been a career this whole time." Hilariously, uh, because I, uh, I think I should have been. Uh, everyone, I, I mean, bad comics, great comics, the ones that have treated it like a career the whole time, yeah, are very much more i mean i'm not saying Stadiums. i'm not a comics cop. yeah i'm a comics comic yeah. you guys i'm respected uh in the industry things are working out for and i and i am grateful for that and i appreciate that but i think if i had treated it like a career instead of the thing that i love to do that i assume i'll do until i die yeah uh i think i would be more <laughs> i think i might be it's hard successful. to do that you need, I didn't, a, I didn't think of you it. need a team and it's so rare for a comic to get a team behind them very early. Right. Or, so you or to so, know, or to know that it's, I mean, I think if, if you I know, know it was a, yeah, I, if I, I think if you know, it's a career, uh, you're probably not that original of a comic because, uh, that, that you is have what we to were told in. for sure. I, I, you know what? I, I think I'm right. <laughs> um, <laughs> because the reason you're you're getting into comedy because you don't have that kind of brain. You have a different kind of brain. Now you can monet it can be monetized if somebody who does have that brain out in the industry they start to hover around you. They start, yeah. you know, you, there's great comics that have had teams of people that have management for like 25 years, and they they go, you just be your weird self, and we'll make the career. Now if, if you're like you and me. 
we haven't had anyone gravitate towards us. We've had to make the career and be our weird selves. And it's, it's <laughs> almost impossible. You know, we can't even fucking figure out Patreon half the time. And you've got Tim Dillon making, uh, you know, $300,000 a month or something. So we, right. you, it's hard to do both. I don't know. It's, it's just don't be right. too hard on yourself. That's all. Yeah. I was just thinking about how, like what I would have done. And then I had to think about it because my Lyft driver was a, a young man who told me that uh, yeah. he had always wanted to do stand-up. Oh, and I was God. like, and I tried to be nice to him. I just, you know, I, uh, and then, and then I lost it. I just stopped talking to him when he said, so when did you start <laughs> making money? <laughs> Oh, no. I was like, dude, they're not going to give you more than three minutes. Just come up with three joke ideas, three premises, three stories, something, three things you think are funny. Go on stage, talk those things into the microphone, do it one million times over and over and over again, eventually, or find out almost immediately you don't want to do stand up comedy, right? Yeah. I love it when people are planning their career and they haven't tried comedy yet. Like, do you even know if you enjoy it? Right, right. You may not. There's lots to. It's it's a grind. I mean, Grant and I said to him, I said, "Granted, you drive a lift for a living, so you understand a grind." At which point, he got a little testy with me, and uh, but I was like, "Dude, you are literally testy, Jesus." (laughs) You are literally driving me to the airport right now. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yep. Well, I um. I'm doing I'm doing a set this week. Oh, looking forward to again, looking forward to my career. Looking forward to uh to working on on my dead drop joke again. So uh let's see. I had I had a no, a big no. Oh, do you have a big no? I had a big there's, no. And then no. is it a writing no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I I'm putting another one out. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? There's you nothing just have you can to do except for that you are putting you shit and, out there. So right. I'm th- I cast another line out this week and work on that. And then, um, you know, nose, 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 nose. They're piling up. Uh, I don't know. What can yep. you do? You keep uh, plugging I along, quit. I guess. <laughs> I do uh, look at Trader Joe's and think <laughs> if I was going to get a regular job, I would like something like that, right? That is so funny because I literally, when you said I was, I was about to say, what are you going to work at Trader Joe's? And then you said, I was looking at Trader Joe's. <laughs> Jackie, who doesn't love a Hawaiian shirt, right? I can put <laughs> product away. I'm a mom. I clean, I, I, well, I do a bad job of cleaning. I mean, I wouldn't use my house as an audition, but uh, someone <laughs> else's property, I can regular take care jobs, of. by the way, regular jobs don't call them auditions. <laughs> Well, see, I'm already learning. I'm already learning. Um, yeah, no, I, I used to, you know, uh, before I, I went on the road, I was, I cleaned houses. Uh, now I did, there were complaints. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but I mean, I think I've improved and, um, you know, uh, who knows? Yeah. You, You never know. I read this article, um, this guy, Anthony Q, I forget his last name, but if once you've got the name, we've Anth- got Anthony Q in your head, you can figure out who it is, right? But he was a writer on The Office, right? Okay. And um, then he got let go. And despite having office, The Office as cred, he couldn't get work. He ended up working at Macy's for a little while. 
but he kept throwing things out there, kept pitching, kept, kept, kept. And he ended up selling, I think, something to Nickelodeon. And now he has, two, I think, two shows on Nickelodeon right now. But he okay. named Chuck Laura House in the yep. interview and, and, like, had a lunch with her and she psyched him up or something like that. But um, anyway, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a hard career. This is a hard career. This, right. whatever this is, comedy right. and whatever any, this stand up is. is a separate stand up is a hard thing. I can't be like, uh, I mean, I want more road work, but I also can't take too much because of my uh, child. And uh, so I'm sort of stuck trying to find something that I can, you know, Augie Smith is I doing retirement with communities. Uh, Augie Smith is doing retirement communities around the Southland. Uh, is it called the Southland? Anyway, uh, so by yeah, uh, by people from Wisconsin, it certainly <laughs> is. It certainly is. Have you been to Northern California? We're talking about our. Oh my! Yes, that is that's correct. Northern California. Yeah, it's not yeah. North California. <laughs> um, by the way, I was in North California. I was at the Throck on Tuesday. Yeah, and it was oh that hotel. I swear to God, if I could, I mean, I'm sure it's an expensive hotel. Like I couldn't even find their rates on the website. That's not good. But um, I, uh, I thought if I were just here for a week and just decompressed and maybe like did two hours of writing twice a day, like just that would be my little writing uh, getaway. That would be incredible. And because yeah. I, I went out to the back, there's a little creek that runs underneath the hotel. You saw yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I go, so I go sit, I go, you know, into like the backyard of some of the other rooms and uh, I just sat by the creek and I'm just sitting there and three deer, I hear rustling and I see a deer and then a little one, a little fawn scampers off. And then another one, I don't know if it's a dad or, you know, right. another mom. I, I don't look at genders. I'm not <laughs> a dangle gender spotter like you. And, uh, and they just scampered by me. They stared at me and I was like, what's up? I took a little video that was too dark to really see, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was just beautiful. And then the it's show gorgeous, was really fun. Redwoods. Yeah. Um, I only had to do 20. I thought it was yeah. doing a full set yep. and, uh, oh, it's so nice to go really just 20 a minute and I'm doing 30, but it was, it's always nice when you're told to do less because then you could start like checking bits that you that you didn't I, want to do anyway. Right. I love that she's back up and doing it. Was that the first week yes. or why hasn't she booked? Um, there we go. I, I think so. And then um Clinton Jackson, do you know Clinton? Yeah. I know yeah. he was uh, okay. So he was a Bay Area guy for a long time and I haven't seen him in a million years. But I think he does a ton of cruises. Mm -hmm. Super clean, super funny guy, very nice guy. And uh, you know so it was good to see him some other Bay Area people Brooke Heineken former comic week another one we're gonna have a comic week she's so funny I'll tell you off off uh, off so that the we mic. can save so it so it'll be a surprise yes. it'll be a treat we don't have to do all of our business and um <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael Meehan hosted I don't know if you know Michael Meehan he's a Bay Area wasn't he part of a three brothers yes the Meehan brothers yeah hilarious so I'm sitting hilarious. last comic standing they auditioned yes. as a trio yeah, that's that story with weird with Adam Hunter being a weirdo, and Newsom oh. being a weirdo, and Eddie uh, Pepitone okay. being a weirdo, and Mary Mac okay. and Andy uh, Smith uh, not being weirdos, and we're all in okay. the longest limo in the world. 
This oh. is 15 years ago. Remember that story where we're all in the, we're driving around Vegas for no reason. They're just getting B-roll. They don't need us <laughs> right, to be right, right. in. There's no camera even in the in the thing, but all there's 12 people. I'm having oh my God. a perfectly decent conversation with all three of the Meehan brothers about okay. what superpower we would have if we could have a superpower. And for stand-up sure. comics, it's clearly teleportation. Anyway, so right. uh, yes, of course. Yeah, without a doubt. And um the um the all of a sudden I hear Mary Max say, Why don't you ask Jackie Cation that question? And uh and I look over to her and Andy Smith and, and Nussbaum and Pepitone are over here. Adam Hunter is sitting on the bench with uh and with Mick and uh Andy. And I said, Yeah, what question, Adam? And Adam goes, Never mind. And I said, What? And Adam Hunter goes, I just asked them that if they had to fuck somebody in this car, who would it be? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> and said, no. To Adam Hunter, I said, no. Jesus Christ, Adam, we are trapped in this vehicle. What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are you doing to us? You have got to shut up. And Noose Bob is giggling like a creepy oh nine-year-old. And Pepitone, oh, my God. Yeah, the whole thing was just foul. Uh, so. thing. It was, it was dumb. And yes. the look on Kyle's face is the look of everyone in their 20s and 30s now when they hear that story. Oh my God. It yeah. is literally. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so wait. So, OK. So so Michael Meehan, Michael Meehan was uh, he's just like a uh, and his brothers are great, too. But Michael's like more the performer than the other two. Right. Than Howard and more more solo stand up. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he um, he's just like a super creative weird guy he also does like lots of woodwork on the side he's one of those people you're like oh you were happy before you became a comic i don't understand you and you're just leading a happy little life right uh our kids are like age and um he uh he was on stage the last night the one of the punchline was open and he i was on stage doing a set and he ran up on the stage naked with i think a sock over his penis but i forget i think i mean i blocked it out and a credit to him and to all that i blocked it out completely but there's a picture of me going what the fuck but on the other hand because it was me and it it didn't feel it's not like a louis ck thing i mean it, it was it was like having a His puppy roll over and show you it's fully it's valid right right, yeah. right. it was as as always it's still dumb and bad but if your dick is hard that's where the problem lies because oh, it, you can say that you're kidding no no with me and not a chance because even if you do yeah. and uh not that that sounds rude i mean there's uh, a chance he does have a he kid does have so, yeah, children. yeah definitely have okay. a chance so <laughs> he what i'm saying is that if you tell me that you're kidding and your dick is hard you're serious about something and i don't like you yes so <laughs> and there you go but um, if your dick is anyway. hard, you're just an idiot you're just being a, a dumb a dumb dumb sure they're being silly so he so we did but uh, so he hosted and then mick barry who's another barry guy that i've known from the beginning is also like a great drummer an incredible drummer and so he was just bringing kid, people up to like little drum solos and uh and then he and then uh michael Meehan did a, a character of a not not a nazi a german sorry i know all germans aren't a german comic who was telling terrible jokes and uh, then mick was doing the old but and it was a lot of fun it was fun it was just silly and fun and the crowd That's was really cool. good although mill valley is hilarious because 
I, I think the average age of the residents is 60 to 65. Like I did when I was just driving around, I did not see anyone young, all the crosswalks, people were going slow. Okay. I mean, I oh, yeah. couldn't even, uh, oh, couldn't yeah. get to any place in a hurry. Right. Um, it's, it needs, I'm sure, I know that there's high schools there, there's school, but I didn't see any children playing. It's like <laughs> a lot of uh, older folks in deer. It's a very expensive place to live. And it might be that people bought the house in the seventies and they, they can't afford to leave and no one can afford to move. So, uh, my, here's my question. Which mediocre mm-hmm. coffee shop did you go to? I did didn't have to- time. Oh, there you oh, go. Because, well, oh. so I get in on Tuesday, Tuesday morning, I fly and to, and I rented a car from SFO. By the way, and I've said this before, the Harvey Milk Terminal, Terminal 1 at SFO is gorgeous. It has a museum in it. It has these incredible pictures. Yeah. Harvey Milk, murals are, it's beautiful. And it's wide and it's clean and it's, it's floors, not carpets. So your, your suitcase rolls really easily. I love it. Right. Um, (laughs) That's so important. Um, Airport is fucking it's all carpets, you know, it's just right. it's floors and so we can roll our shirt, please. Yeah. Gross. Stained carpet. Absolutely. Which was fun. Absolutely. I was at the, so, okay, go ahead. Sorry. So, okay. So, uh, so then, um, I, my, my dad had a safe deposit box in a bank in Northern California. And my mom, of course, went to my mom. Please write this mystery novel. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Go ahead. Well, no, I know where it is. I just don't want to, but, uh, so, and I, but if I remember correctly, it's full of coins he bought from late night TV, right? Okay. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just like, oh my God. And, and but, right, you know, like, you know, like George W. Bush commemorative. Oh, right. oh yes. my God. Yes. As far as I know. And so, <laughs> but it's still like, we're still paying for it every year. And it's like, let's just get this junk out of there. Maybe there's something valuable in it accidentally. <laughs> Maybe my, if my dad has did accidentally, it was definitely an accident the way he was with money. <laughs> and it made me realize, thank God he uh, passed away before crypto because they would have lost oh, everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Overnight. Would, yeah. Overnight. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so I go to the bank and I have to bring all this, you know, death certificate, all, all this sh- the amount of shit you have to do when a parent dies is just, you know, to stop things. Yeah, and it's yeah. still going on because it's because of COVID. I didn't do a bunch of stuff with my mom. So anyway, so I, so I bring the, the only two set, the keys I have that are mystery keys in the house. I'm like, maybe it's that. So I bring them and they're like, no, those aren't the right keys. And, and uh, so now I have to go back up to the very and they're going to have to drill the safe open you know that, that now that i'm proved that i'm yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, allowed to access it but just like i i just know it's going to be you know like you said it'll be george w bush coins and you know <laughs> i bet it more than that ronald reagan a ronald reagan coin as long as know. it isn't fillings know. gold fillings and other detritus from uh from from different tombs that he was uh obviously robbing in the iran what did you in the think 70s my- yeah. Oh my God, Jackie. No, that's, <laughs> that's the book wow. I want you to write. Anyway, let's take yeah. a break. I'm Jesse Thorne. On the next Bullseye, our annual Halloween Spectacular. We'll interview Anna Fabrega from Los Spookies, Monet Exchange from Drag Race, and the great R.L. Stein creator of Goosebumps. You know, I don't really get too deep into the real fears. It's a lot safer to do a dummy coming to life. 
That's on the next Bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. And let's do comic of the week who I just saw. And the thing is, I've seen her before. And this time she just, there was so much great comedy at this, at, at both of these comedy yeah. festivals. And, yeah. um, oh, and, oh, I meant to do anyway, but this one, this one, there's so many great comics is what I'm saying. And this one is a woman named Avery Moore and Avery Moore, silly, smart, just, you, you ever tell a joke and you just tell the joke, you get a laugh. And then you slide in like a perpendicular punchline, just a tag. And that just, nice. goes, and, that, and then she's just like, like she's just thrown a, a hand grenade behind her and it went uh, boom. And I was like, it was a delight to watch wow. Avery Moore. And if she, uh, she only has Instagram, I think Kyle Clark, right? Okay. You are muted. Of course. Um, um Guys, we will soon only all have Instagram. If Elon Musk buys Twitter. Well, let me tell you that it's Lil Miss Popovich. L I L L I L M I S S P O P O V I C H. Kyle Clark. Super cool. funny. Spelling things. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, Avery Moore, you guys. And for some reason, Lil Miss Popovich. So get out there, check her out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know her very well. Like, I didn't even, like, I think I've met her. As, oh, I also yeah. got to do that, that joke about. Yeah, whatever. Um, but uh, she was I was I was pleased as punch to watch uh, some stand up comedy. That was a delight. It's so it's so cool how many good young comics are. I mean, it's it's, um, you know, it's scary because there's so many comedians and there's so few spaces. But on the other hand, my God, there's so many fucking funny people, you know, yeah. and it makes you go, well, stand up comedy is not dying. It's nope. people love it. They're being attracted to it. They want to do it. They're going to morph it and change it in their own ways. And uh, hopefully we can still, <laughs> hopefully we, here's the thing. You know how the older comics our age are using young female comics uh, as openers? Yeah. One thing, it makes them look young and hip. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say to the young female comics, guess what? We're going to make you look <laughs> like, you know, your comedy history. <laughs> and have bus open for you. And also, right? mm -hmm. if I don't get more sound exchange money, I'm going to offer myself as a shield to a sex offender who wants to uh, <laughs> offset their terrible deeds. Yeah, I'll open for you, and I'll say it's hey, he's uh, he's rehabbed. I will. I'll say it in the interview. Okay, I need some income. <laughs> right, right. I was just like, um, I wore my abortion, uh, my AAF T-shirt uh, on stage, and I was like, "You guys, I could be a button pusher. Get me into a stadium." And uh, so, but the the, uh, and this is one of the one of the good ones, you guys. One of the good male comics. Um, yeah, he's actually he's a he's a freaking delight, and it's Sully McCullough, and he's a great writer. Oh, and I love on, yeah. Yes, and he writes on yeah, and he writes on um all the awards, award and shows. He, yeah, 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 yeah. So he tweeted this thing, and he said that a guy that he's known for thirty years did the N word, said the N word on stage, and I was like. He said, it's just a weird old guy I've known forever. And I have no idea. And I was like, but why? And he goes, he was just trying to get a reaction. I was like, like he was new. And he goes, yeah, yeah. So as you get older, you don't have to get shitty. 
You no, really you can don't. actually reevaluate. You can grow. You can become a better comic. It's weird. I was listening to Megan Markle's podcast. Do you listen to it? You nope. probably don't, right? Nope. It's really good. Uh, she keeps having female comics on, and she and um, she had Margaret Show on, and she had Lisa Ling, and they were talking about Asian stereotypes and stuff. And okay. I used to have, I, I had this bit and I didn't know where to put it, but it worked all the time, but it was always like a, there was no segue, there was nothing that led into it or led out of it, you know, yeah. but it, it, it was about me in Japan and I used the phrase me so horny, but I used it to make me look really stupid. Right. Right. And so I, I, I used it correctly in my opinion, yeah. but to make me look dumb and white and American. But then I realized, you know how you tell a joke and it hasn't, an, you have an intention behind it. And then the audience will come up to you at that afterwards and completely misinterpret it and then give it back to you. And, it, and you're like, no, that's, I was actually making fun of that thing. I wasn't not trying to empower there. you. Yeah. And I was thinking, <laughs> oh, maybe I, sh- I probably am not going to bring or pursue that chunk anymore because I don't want, I wouldn't want that anyone in the audience to go, Oh, I'm going to just say that to an Asian person because comedian said it, even though I was making fun of the exact white person that would do that. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I feel like 15 years ago, I wouldn't have even considered that, you You know, I would have been like, well, it's obviously it's my intention. So that's your problem. But now I'm like, you know what? If I, if I, Boy, I love that, there's, I want that t-shirt. Obviously that was my intention. So that's your problem. <laughs> but if I, it, I should be able to write it if I'm going to rewrite it in a way that wouldn't, wouldn't give a dumb person the, um, feel like they have the permission to, to do, be, be stupid with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or just drop it. So anyway, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying is, and, and I'm not so great at observing myself, but I'm like, wow, I've really grown. But to me, I was like, yeah, that's something um, from paying attention and listening to the, you know, listening Just to what other people are saying about their experience. Like, oh, I don't want to, part- I don't want to help that. And yeah. if I'm doing something that helps that, I don't want to. So I can just take plot back. That's all. Even the tiniest amount of willingness to listen yeah. will make you a better comic. It really yes. will. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's 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 like every second draft in the world you can be irritated that you have to do it you know the risk right. storytelling show he always wants you to tell you you ever do the risk uh, oh, no because it seemed like too much work <laughs> it is yeah, that ladies and gentlemen yes. uh so he wants you to tell him the story or write out the story uh so that he knows what the story is right and that is truly truly irritating and so I right. always wrote it out and then I've sent it to him. And then he's given me weird notes that have always helped. Oh, I could gotcha. be more furious. And, uh, but they've always, they've always. Nothing more, <laughs> nothing ruder than uh, notes that help <laughs> and tags that work. Honestly, stop it. Uh, <laughs> especially when I didn't want, I didn't ask. And then you're like, oh, that's actually quite good. I see. I'm do- Speaking of that, I'm doing Uncab on Friday. I have a set on Sunday before this is recorded at Flappers. I may ask um, for sets this week at Flappers just because I I don't have any sets besides that. I think I, I'm i doing nerd poker for Brian Posehn's D&D podcast where I play guest on cool. Mansplain. And then I'm... Um, and then I'm... Oh, I'm doing a thing for David Hunsberger, a voiceover thing. And... Um, um, well, my... I don't no, have any sets. I- 
Don't get that. My notebook, I lost it or I couldn't find it. And it's been like two weeks. I had to end up using this little notebook from the Milwaukee Comedy Festival, which I love, oh, but it's smaller than cute. my normal. Yeah, it yeah, is it cute. is cute. And this yeah. will be a backup. But um, not to transfer any. That'd be really good for our set lists, actually. Just to keep set lists in. And the occasional oh. thing. That- and I guess so. I don't, I don't I like so. to separate it's too many notebooks. Yeah. yeah. But so I, uh, I, I was like, all right, when did I last? When did I realize I lost it? When I was at the crow doing okay. a, a show at the crow. So, um, so then I had to backtrack. I called the bar Lubitsch to see if it was there. It wasn't there. And, uh, and then our flappers, they had, they had it. So yay. Goodness. That's all. That was all my flapper story this week. Um, I become the mother of a 16 year old. Dun dun dun! Yeah, will, will he will he drive? We I let him drive four feet yesterday. <laughs> uh, guess what? He needs a little work, a little finessing. But he, he was very excited. We're gonna start doing that. Um, awesome. But uh, what I'm gonna do is go take my Twitter private a couple days ahead of Thursday because I'm gonna promote. He has a webtoon that he's uploading that he's been working on this little universe for like two years. Okay. It's really great. Yeah. Character, it's amazing. Is it um, a lot better and, uh, than all those noises that the cops had to sit through? It's a lot better. Yes. His YouTube oh, yeah. channel. Thank yes. you for <laughs> calling back to my, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to tweet it, you know, with a link to the, uh, to it. So uh, I, I just don't want any crazy pro-lifers, you know, coming after oh, my kid or right, something right, like that, Yeah, right? ju- just, just your fans. Yeah, just yeah, our fans. Right. And, or, yeah, and hopefully I don't have too many hate fans. Um, I, you know what I did? I've got to, I've got to uh, block this guy. But so I forget something. I, I, I was just tweet. I think I was tweeting about like, um, oh, John Fetterman, right? The guy yeah. who's running against Oz. And so. He yeah. uses a captioning machine because it helps because he's, he had a stroke and he has maybe some hearing loss or something like that. Yeah. So, so when he's being interviewed, he uses a machine that turns the, the questions into captions that so you can read and respond. Properly, okay. And I said something about how, you know, a lot of us are going to be doing workarounds because long COVID is causing a lot of problems. I don't know if he has long COVID. I don't know if his stroke was associated to COVID, but COVID right. causes strokes, right? So this is going to be the future for a lot more people than we than we originally anticipated, you know, as we were born. And mm-hmm. so, and then some guy, so he he goes through a bunch of my, I don't know, he just searched my tweets because I apparently I tweeted in 2016, like, um, I know we're not supposed to use the word retard, but some, it, it, I think it applies to Donald Trump, something like that. It was like a little Trump slam and acknowledgement that you're not supposed to use the word, but I used it anyway. Okay. So he, he quoted tweets and he goes, this you. <laughs> and and uh, like, it's a huge gotcha. I go, yeah, you know, it is. And uh, I wouldn't tweet that again today. So let me delete it. Thank you. Yep. And uh, that was it. And then I muted him. But I'm like, you know what? I don't want that energy following yeah. me. Like, yeah. yeah. Do you really think I'm that evil? You know what? Of course I'm going to have uh, done some stupid shit, but yeah, I'm not my, uh, what I want. And, and yeah, thanks for pointing it out. I don't want that up there either. Yeah. But he's I, like the whole, uh, this you, oh my God. Oh my God. Gotta, I got to get him. I don't want that guy looking at my son's shit. So That's Ariel all. Elias, is that she, yeah. she, the one from uncle Vinny's? Um, yeah. 
And she, who uh, survived a beer uh, attack. Right. Very so gracefully sure. and hilariously. And, and hilariously. Uh, so she's going to do Kimmel on Thursday. Love that's it. her. That's her. No, her, Monday. Monday. Mondays are. Oh, is it tonight? That when this goes up, it's going to be yes. Monday? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so one of my followers posted a thing that said, you better hope somebody throws a can of beer at you. And I said, no, no, I'm hoping uh, that she doesn't have to write. You think that that's the only way she what? writes funny jokes is when she's being Oh threatened. my God. And I said, oh my God, I'm, I've got to block that guy. Yeah. I mean, how about she gets also, to do stand up comedy? Well, the thing, so this, this is the, the thing that allowed her to, allowed her that you passed a gatekeeper. Whatever gets you past the gatekeeper, fine. You know what? A lot of people we get get some past the gatekeeper is being white and being male. Okay, so this lady had to have something thrown at her. That's helping her get past the gatekeeper. You know what? Why don't you come after people that just get it because they're extremely attractive? They have great abs. They're young. They're whatever. They're they check off a boxes. Like whatever gets you past the gatekeeper is okay to me. For me, I just wanted him to let her. To go, hey, I hope you have a good set. You know? Yeah, but I mean, just just the just the notion that you would make fun of somebody for getting like the fact that you somebody think that he's making fun of her because because she that's yeah, how but, she got it. Okay. I would say the fact that that maybe our, that our system is so broken <laughs> that a good comic like Ariel has to have something thrown at her before she gets a late night set. Maybe yep. that's the problem, and it's not making fun of her for that's how she got it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just like, I, cause I think that he was like, I couldn't tell whether he was saying she shouldn't have gotten it. Um, you know, she couldn't have gotten it unless someone threw the, but it was so irritating. Cause I was like, well, I hope she just has a really fun set, you know? Also, do you think that's an original thing to say to somebody after they've right. had that and that, that video has been out and it's got a million views. Do you think the first one to make that comment? Yeah, you want to be the one millionth person to say something stupid like that? Don't mm-hmm. don't do it. Be different. Sorry, you made me so angry, Jackie. I know. I was I was angry. I thought I would let you join. I got I got <clears throat> um frog in my throat. So I'm going to Michigan next. Doing uh um oh my God, Ann Arbor. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, cool. no, uh, Grand Rapids. No, Doctor Grins. Oh, yeah, Doctor Grins. I'll be there in December. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> Matt Alano is going to feature for me. The guy yeah. who founded the limestone. Yeah, right. And, yeah. And um, Carmen just did it. Carmen Morales just did it. She said it was really fun. And mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping I'm hoping to do everything you've done. I'm ready to do struggle <laughs> again. And uh, like, I want to do Throckmorton. I want to go. Uh, you're doing the Boston thing. Off cabin, uh, yes. November yeah. 18th and 19th. So there's a gig in New Hampshire. The woman who books that came up to me uh, over in Austin and, and she said, well, do you think Lori would do the New Hampshire gig before it? And I was like, I have no idea. You should completely. Yes. For money. Guys, yeah. Have I ever let any indicated that I would not take a gig? <laughs> right. At any, would, any time in my life. If it's, if it's possible, like schedule wise and financial wise, yes. you're, you're in. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And have you been to New Hampshire? No. No. Exactly. Been <laughs> to Vermont. Come on, folks. It's, like it's always a yes. Yeah. Can you hear the ambulance? 
I can a little, a little bit, bit, but nothing. Okay. All right. Nothing okay. terrible. Nice. Nothing um, terrible. So I have a, a self-tape to do. I haven't done a self-tape, an audition mm-hmm. for a part. Um, and also that's due on Monday. So I haven't done that before. So that'll be new. I, I, if it wasn't such late notice, I would call Matt Knutson. He's, he's, he's offered a global offer on Twitter to anyone who needs help with a self-help date. Right. And then, um, I have a VO audition, uh, for something as well. That's due on Wednesday. And so I have to, so those are more no's I'm going to be collecting. I'm just (laughs) collecting as many no's as possible before I die in this world. Um, I got more money for Instagram reels. dump. Yeah. It was more than my sound exchange. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know how often it'll come. So what I recommend, and I've not, I've, I've jumped through all the hoops for TikTok money and Facebook, Instagram money. I have tried with all of my heart to, there's probably literally tens and tens of dollars sitting on my YouTube Google. And, uh, but for, but all, all of my names don't match and there's no one to talk to, to find out. Cause oh, I, it's so I, I've, sent them, I've sent them my personal tax form. I've sent them right. my, my S corp tax form and I've sent them, uh, my passport and my driver's license. And they're like, mm, it's not enough. And they're like, that's a job I can do from home. I am going to start pitching jobs I could do remote uh, to Twitter, to to tech companies, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. It's uh, we should do. I would like to do another Zoom show. This is something that could also be discussed off off camera. But um, yeah, like Um, I, I don't know, maybe the 30th. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Halloween, the pre-Halloween. Sure, that yeah, sounds pre- good. That'll be kind of fun. Um, yes. I'm going to make a note. Uh, October 30th. Note made. Yeah. Zoom show. Um, I'm seeing a play today with uh, really? my son and his father. We're seeing uh, the search for signs of intelligent life in the universe, I think, with um, who was written by uh, Lily Tomlin's uh what was known in the eighties when we were growing up writing partner, uh, Jane Wagner, she's playwright. She's Lily Tomlin's, uh, you know, partner, bestie, okay. partner, whatever. Okay. And, uh, I don't know if is Lily Tomlin officially out or is she always been just sort of not even discussed it. I'm uncertain, but all I remember is her being on the Johnny Carson tonight show and Johnny yeah. Carson saying, I understand you've had the same roommate for 20 years. <laughs> Oh God! And she just what looked at him and she, garbage yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, and she looked at me. She goes, "Well, you know, finding a good roommate's hard. It's hard to find a good roommate." Good. I love and I was it. like, three oh points. Oh my God! Three points, Lily Tomlin. Anyway, uh, Cicely Str- she wrote it, and Lily Tomlin did it on Broadway. She, for, okay, she, she wrote it for Tomlin, and then um, Cicely Strong from SNL is doing it. It's a one-woman show, basically. So we're gonna see that. Um, and, uh, and then I have a, I have a set at the Long Beach Laugh Factory, um, tonight, uh, last night, right. uh, there was a snafu. I was told I had a seven ten at the club and, and I looked at the club and I was like, are you, I, I texted the, or I emailed the book. I'm like, is, are you sure it's seven ten? Cause from all the, the, the advertising on the website, the show starts at eight. 
didn't hear back. That's not a good sign. So I show up at the club at like 650, you know, because just to let them know I'm here, even though it's set to seventh time. And uh club's closed. So yeah. Normally I would I was here's the thing. I would have had time to do yoga had I known I had an eight ten <laughs> instead of a seven ten. So I was irritated, very irritated because I needed something because uh, after my week of no's, I'm not in a good mood. And any time of any kind of physical activity dissipates my my rage. Right. And, uh, and then I thought, oh, I have a, I have a set at the, at the Crow in Santa Monica. And I don't know if I'm going to make it in time, but it all turned out fine because, you know, you know, shows go long, Santa Monica went longer and, uh, and, and they got me in and out very quickly on that eight o'clock show. And so I made it. So it was all fine. It was a lot. you have to do both sets. Yeah. Yeah, For no reason. Uh, If I could, if I could take information in and not think about the worst case scenario and then project that out 200 different ways, I would be a happier person. But uh, that's not me. I'm like, um, now I'm going to be late to this gig. I'm going to drive badly. I'm going to get in a car accident, try to get to a show. And my son's going to be an orphan. Like, that's how quickly I go <laughs> from uh, excited to have two sets to uh, enraged for my life and my son's future. Well, let's take a break. Uh, okay. <laughs> On that note. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun. And I have a special announcement. I'm no longer embarrassed by my brother, my brother, and me. You know, for years, each new episode of this supposed advice show was a fresh insult, a depraved jumble of erection jokes, ghost humor, and frankly, this is for the best, very little actionable advice. But now, as they enter their twilight years, I'm as surprised as anyone to admit that it's gotten kind of good. Justin, Travis, and Griffin's witticisms are more refined, like a humor column in a fancy magazine. And they hardly ever say Bazinga anymore. So, after you've completely finished listening to every single one of all of our other shows, why not join the McElroy Brothers every week for My Brother, My Brother, and Me? So I'll say that when I got off the plane yesterday, Andy picked me up at 3 o'clock at Burbank, 3.30. I pick up my backpack. I would throw it on my back. It turns out someone, the person in front of me, has spilled their soda. And it ran all over my backpack. And now it's oh. all over my jacket. And no. it's sticky. And it got uh, a little bit on my laptop. But clearly, my laptop is fine. But I was so, so, so angry. So bitter about the whole thing. We get in the car. And, um, and I literally called the Korean spa. And I was like, can I get a... <laughs> Can I get a scrub and a massage in an hour? And I hang up and Andy looks at me and he was like, who's going to walk the dogs? And I said, I will walk the dogs when I'm home in an hour and a half. But I'm not I'm not living like this. I'm I'm sticky. I'm sticky. All of my stuff is sticky. I'm like, just <laughs> let me out. And I went and I got a, a massage and a, and a scrub and my my arm is like baby's butt. It is very soft. They are. Um, and then is I it near home. your house? Yeah, yeah. There's one in Northridge, and okay. a Korean spa. That's not near your house. Uh, That's close hard. enough. Close enough. And Kira right. uh, Kir- turned me onto it. And okay. um, and I went and I soaked for 15 minutes, and then I got a, a scrub and a massage, uh, and then I came home and I 
was good. I was able to do things. I was in a better frame of mind. Yeah. And then I went to bed at 11 o'clock and I woke up at seven o'clock and I hit and miss, hit and miss on how I am. I could use another massage, I think. But uh, so be it. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're doing yeah. it. Yeah. I don't have a set tomorrow night, Monday, Sunday night. I am going to try to do this self tape. Um, oh, it's right. going to be very difficult because uh, I hate looking at myself on video and I'm going to have to be critiquing my own acting. Uh, this seems part of me is like, is this a road I want to go down? But then you just have to try everything. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Janelle James got her 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 part as Ava on uh, Abbott Elementary from a self tape that she's like, oh fuck, I'll just try it. Yeah, yeah. Look at her now; she can sell out. She has a dream to me. She can sell out any club. That's yeah. a dream, right? That's, a That's dream. all you want. That's all you want. Stadium. Who wants a stadium? You can't. There's no nuance in a stadium. That's just ego. I just want to have killer is, sets in full rooms. Yep. Yep. I'm willing to do it. It's um, it's so funny because, um, you know, I get home and my mother-in-law's like, you guys are so busy all the time. And we're like, yeah, we love our work. <laughs> That's I mean, it's a pain in the, it's you know, different. it's, it's yeah. a lot of work, but she's retired. You know, she doesn't. Yeah. She's like, why don't you want to sit around? And I was like, well. Someone's got to pay the bills. And uh, first of all, and second of all, um, I like it. It's my favorite. Yeah. I like doing yeah. stand-up comedy. I don't I do know, Kyle, where are we at here? What's sure. uh, We are just about there, if you'd like. 56, 57? What are we yeah, at? Right in, right in that window. Uh, oh, my! I will tell you this. So my dad, I told you last uh, week or two ago that my dad, his neighbor asked him, commissioned him to paint Jesus. And so he did a self-portrait, and um, he did himself as Jesus. Yes. Oh my god! Except for he oh didn't. Oh my god! He didn't. Oh. It's like he's okay. just kidding. He's just being a. And so, because I my so he 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 gives it to her. I guess so. Darla goes to visit yesterday, and she's given it back to him. I don't know if she wants a refund. I doubt she'll get the one. The neighbor. Yeah, uh, because she doesn't like it because uh, Jesus is supposed to be blonde. <laughs> oh my God, uh, Jackie! Yep. You know, you gotta love Christians. You really do. Uh, you don't. <laughs> you no, don't have absolutely to. not. <laughs> you actually have to go. What is happening? And why? Why? And uh, and how do I? You know what? Have you heard about the Mormon Church? The uh, so they they put a they put a a, a, a modern spin on it, the Latter Day Saints. Oh yes, I was yeah. just thinking. I had a I complained about this in the chat, but why not complain about it here? Yeah, we got. I had a tweet, like a political tweet, right? Mm-hmm. And a male comic who tweeted something similar, parallel five. Yeah. Uh, the next day. And his got way more attraction than mine. And that made me just wonder, like, are people, you know, how people are more comfortable with male voices, like physically male voices. Are they even on Twitter more comfortable with, with men tweeting about politics than women? You know, like, I don't even know. I'm just throwing it out there because I was like, that's really interesting slash enraging. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. you're just there's there's points where you just you're just plugging along and then all of a sudden you're reminded you know this stuff. Yes. You're like, oh, that might be contributing to certain financial works. And, it, <laughs> and it's absolutely out of my control. And it doesn't yeah. make me feel good to think about it because I can't change gender or age. No. Right? No, there's there's literally so. nothing. Yeah, there's not anything that can be done about it. Um yeah. I'm going to leave you on this um, uh, uh, bombshell. Oh. Uh, your text, you're writing in the chat. Here's the thing. You were looking at your phone throughout my entire tender story, not paying okay. attention to me. You did manage to cover up. Um, wait, hold on. Interesting. <laughs> oh. I don't know what that means, but you can tell me later. Uh, you don't know what that you- means? Well, I think I know what it means. Are you going to say yes to that? It seems like based not. on every conversation we've had, you would not. I will not be. I will not. I will not. I will shout my comedy oh, from the streets and ask for dollars <laughs> in a hat. I will bust right. comedy before I go back right. to these people. And, okay. um, Understood. But uh, yeah, a lot of good uh, dork force coming up. Go to dorkforest.com, everybody. All right. <laughs> oh, buy your albums. You can street, you can buy corset and you can buy staycation. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.